The Pittsburgh Steelers did something very uh, unconventional for them. Very rare for them. They fired a coach today. Not Mike Tomlin, but of course. Who'd they fire? They fired Matt Canada, which I think most Steelers fans would say it's kind of about Long time. time overdue. Uh, he just hasn't been good. You know the last time they fired a coach midseason of any form? Not just a head coach. A coach. I do not. 1941. 1941. It's just very unsteeler like but I don't think they had much of a Who's choice. taking over? Uh, the running backs coach is taking over play okay. calling duties. And I just can't pull his name off the top of my head right now. I heard it this morning. It's not Ken Wisenhunt. It's not it? Ken Wisenhunt, no. Uh, yeah, Mike Tomlin said offensive improvement was not rapid or consistent enough. And he did something that he has never done, that he probably didn't want to do, that this organization doesn't like to do, but it, uh, it happened. And now we'll see if that offense gets uh, on track a little bit. But uh, they got outgained again. They they lost, rightfully so. But they got outgained again. They've been outgained in every game they've played this season. It's the first significant in-season coaching change for the Pittsburgh Steelers organization since 1941. That is intriguing. I've got something that's never happened. Okay. I go to the lands of Europe. The lands of Europe. In the German Bundesliga. The Bundesliga. The bottom club, uh, Union Bundesliga. Berlin, has lost nine games in a row, and they have separated with Urs Fischer. Urs Fischer. Urs Fischer has been a mutual mm. uh, disengagement from each other. They just think that's mutually beneficial after this nine-game losing streak that they part ways. The coach named Marie-Louise Etta. The first woman to ever coach. Be a manager? A man, yeah, wow. be a manager. Be the number one person on the sideline. 32 years old. Right. No kidding. Union Berlin. Was she like a soccer star now, in Germany? Union Berlin a couple years ago was playing Champions League football. Really? So it's not like they weren't on top of the Bundesliga tables. Do they have relegation in their league? Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. They all those leagues do, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Is that right? So she's been tasked... Um, with the job of getting them back up to mid-table and Mary, get them out of relegation. Mary Lou Etta, you said? Marie, Marie. Louise Etta. Louise E-T-A. Etta. Manager at Union Berlin. First time a right. woman has ever been named manager of a club. Yeah, she's Big young. Club like two, 32 years 32 old. 32 years old. Born so. in 1991. Come there on. you go, Carm. I mean, history is being made. Oh, that's cool. History is being made. I thought right. you'd be interested in I that. I am. We got it. When I saw that, I, I said, oh, this piques my interest. We got a first couple of first times and a little yeah. bit of a last time, I guess. When was the last, last time? time. 1941, in season. I, I used to love the last time, by the way. That was always yeah. good. That was a good match. And they had Harry. song. This yeah, this will be, be the, the no, last time. Yeah, this, this will be, be the, the last time. time. What was the first time song? This will be the first time. <laughs> no, this will be the first time. I remember the last time. That was a great old Mac yeah. and Harry bit back in the day. Great. He still loved that. Good stuff, yeah. Ring us up if you want to join us to talk Bears football, week 11, uh, Andy Reid's decision last night to punt uh, from the 39-yard line. That came back to haunt them. The Eagles go in for the first time. Jason Kelsey beats baby brother Travis. Yep. Uh, boy, that line, that steel, uh, that uh, Steeler, excuse me, that Chiefs defensive line was dominating for so much of that game, too. I mean, we know how good that Eagle O line is. And at times, especially in that first half, the Chiefs defensive line was making mincemeat out of it, Yerk. But Chris Jones yeah. is a baller, isn't he? Yeah. Holy sweet Jesus. He, he can rush to pass. Oh, my God. That's why he held out. Oh, he's so freaking good. That defense is elite. And Kansas City's got to find some receiving help. And now, like Yurko said it, you can't find help now. Trade deadline's passed. This Not is now. it. 
Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. Nothing but they can do about it right navigating now. Navigating the, the AFC playoffs, if this is the way that receiving core is going to play, is going to be a tough thing. Guys running wrong routes, guys dropping balls. Even Kelsey had a drop yesterday. MVS had the most costly one. I counted four drops. Two would have moved the chains. And I, I wouldn't even say my count is official. At least four drops. Right, at least four that you could see. <laughs> you hear the Manny cast. The, the, the Chris pulled the Manny cast clip of the, the MBS drop, too. We- Mahomes does a great job of going right back to the guy that drops it, which is we saw Cousins do that a few weeks ago. I love seeing that in a quarterback. Oh, he's taking a oh, shot. Going for the win. He's got it. He dropped it. No. Does he do the head? Yeah, he did the head move. Yeah, he did the head. I, I'm grabbing my heart. It, it hurts my heart. Look, she's grabbing her head. She's grabbing her head. Peyton, no joke, like slumped back in his chair and put his hands over his heart. He's like, oh, my God. As a quarterback, I can't believe it. That hurts my heart. I mean, it's right there. Right there. Right there. It couldn't have been better, Yerk. And then as a quarterback, you can't, like, show outward frustration and kind of, you know, show up your player. But it's like, what? you know, I throw it, you catch it. This is what you're here for. I know. You're here to catch the ball. Catch the ball, man. Same way we yell at linemen when linemen get holding penalties or go off sides or do silly things. You know, you bust their chops. Like last year, right, they think about two off seasons ago, they trade Tyreek. And last year, their offense was like arguably even better than the year before. And they won the Super Bowl. And, you know... You can't really knock it. And I understood why they did it. I think you're going, I understood it. I think most of football understood it. You were getting to a point where you're going to have to pay him again. And in their yeah. minds, like, you've got to pay, you, you know, you paid the quarterback, obviously. That's a quarterback you have no problem paying. Um, you knew the Jones thing was going to come up at some point. Right. And so, like, we always sort of understood why they got rid right. of Tyreek Hill. You've got to choose, yeah, you've you, got to choose who to pay and who not to pay. I know, and it's tough, but, man, in, in a game like last night, when you see all the receiving problems they're having, and really this year, I think I heard Buck and Aikman say they statistically do have the most drops in the NFL this year, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're still 7-3, and three, but, you know, you're, you're like, oof, boy, what they would do with Tyreek Hill still in that offense this year. Do you think Tyreek is going to get to 2,000, York? No. No? No. Two, I don't think so either. No. Because there's really no room for there's no room like for a bad error. game, right? right? No room for no room, uh, the calf. If you have a forty yard game or calf something, strain. right? Yeah. Now all of a sudden you're out two games. No, I I, I don't think he's going to get there. Yeah. Plus he's got two matchups still against Sauce and DJ Reed, right. and a matchup against Deron Bland mm-hmm. coming up. But they can get him the ball running too, so yeah. he could be equally. But he could be a weapon against great players. Yeah. Only because you can get him the ball different ways. Mm-hmm. Now, it may not count as a pass unless it's forward. And then he gets out to the perimeter and can still find a way to get some yardage. But I worry about his hand. Yeah, and he had to leave the second quarter of the game last week yep. with the hand. He still came back and had over 100 yards in the touchdown. Yep. You see when he catches the ball in space, like he's so yep. fast. It's just... It's, and they get him the ball where he's moving. I you know? know, I know. Well, and like you said... What the great the receivers do run through it. He he always, you see it. Like, he runs through it. UPS Joe's in Elmwood Park. What up, Joe? Joey boy. Joey. You there? Going once. Joe. Joe. It's unlike Joe to not be Joe? there. Usually, usually UPS Joe is sharp as a tack. I know too. he'll call back. Buzz in Elk Grove. What's up, Buzz? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good. Love the show. Thank you. Uh I just got to tell you, I am as fired up as you are about the coaching. I just don't understand these explanations of 
why key players weren't in. He had backup linebackers in, sweats out of the game 40% of the time. Um, he gives these answers, and nobody, none of the press is challenging this guy in these press you know, events and whatnot. I just don't understand how Eberflush is getting away with this garbage. I mean, the calls in that game, they had a 99% chance of winning. I've never seen a Bears game in my 40 years of watching this team blow a game so egregiously. Oh. Well, you, you forgot and this last. guy you has forgot, no... You, you forgot the Denver game. No I forgot last year in Detroit. This, <laughs> you forgot the Denver game, Buzz. This is what the, this well, guy this does. Might, this, might, uh, this might take the cake of all the games. That was yeah. pretty bad, too. But it was, yeah. This was unbelievable. Yeah. They, they said there's been what only... No team has right. ever lost right. a game that had four turnovers well, plus and three. had the time yeah. of possession lead yeah. that no, they no, had in that game. No team ever lost no with team. a plus three uh, turnover margin and 40 minutes or more of possession. That's true, Buzz. I, I, would, I don't agree that the press hasn't pr- uh, pushed back a little. I think they have. I mean, Sylvie did yesterday a couple of times. The re- I think the reporters have. They've pressed him. They re- remember two weeks ago the nonsense with Fields and the injury report? The press pressed him that day. I mean, there's only so much you can do and say. You get the same answer until you move on. Right. But I think they've pressed him up there at Hallis. I think the media's done a a good job of that. They've tried to hold him accountable for for a lot of the things that he said that uh, sometimes don't make a lot of sense. Again, the best example might have been a couple weeks ago with the field stuff. They went after him for that. Sylvie pressed him yesterday um, and said, how can you keep harping on the positives when you and Sylvie flat out said you you you've orchestrated two of the biggest collapses, collapses in NFL history within like six weeks of each other, how can you talk about positive? Sylvie said that to him yesterday. We'll stay positive. <laughs> Answered with the we'll stay positive. Doesn't our, matter. Our man Philly Sid and Elgin on ESPN One Thousand. You got to feel good today. Uh yeah. It's still a work in progress. Well, you know, it, it is. is what it, it is. Look, it is, and I get it. I get your hesitation briefly, right? Because maybe it's you look at that game, you're like, geez, I don't know how the heck they won that one. They keep winning, though, Sid. You know, I mean, it's crazy. They do. I, I think I think what you're seeing with both the Chiefs and the Eagles offense, it kind of goes back to Carmen. I mean, I think you nailed it on the head when you said that you wanted to see – you want to see the Bears – get rid of the coaching staff and you want the incoming head coach to be an offensive guy and you want him to get his quarterback and you want them to create that bond and development and that relationship. The chiefs, whether or not the was involved in calling the plays or not last year, the was there for a while. He'd been there. I think Mahomes' entire career, he's gone. And now Reed is taking over most of the play calling with some input, you know, coming from, you know, the noise. Yeah. Philly had the same problem. They lost Strykin. Strykin's gone. He's in Indy. The guy that was their quarterback's coach who was there is now the coach. So Hertz is basically running into the same situation he's run into his whole life. In college, every year at Alabama, different offensive coordinator. And then he went to Oklahoma, different offensive coordinator. First year in Philly, it was Peterson. Second year in Philly was, you know, his first year getting him, being the starter, getting him to the playoffs. It was new coach. And in this last year, his third year, was the first time that he'd ever had the same offensive coordinator running the same system in back-to-back years since he was in high school. That matters. So I think getting a head coach that has an offensive mind who's going to be the guy, who's always going to be there as, you know, as coordinators rotate in and out, is key for the Bears. The other thing I'll say, you made the comment about the uh, Chiefs defensive line. Go back and take a look at the uh, All-22 last night. It wasn't the defensive line that was doing it. It was Spags and yeah. his system. 
He would well, drop out a lineman and blitz a guy from the edge, so it was like a corner or a DB coming in at times, and it was confusing the Eagles. But 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 Jones is just a, a load. I mean, oh, for, Jones is a stud. When you see guys like Lane Johnson and Travis Kelsey, and when any time I see them struggle a little, I go, whoa! Like the one the one it, sack it, that, that Jones had. Yeah, one of the sacks that Jones had, where Lane Johnson it looked like yeah. he whipped. Go back and look at the play. It was play. a screen. It was actually right? a screen. let him go. I think it was a screen. Yeah, that that yep. that you could oh. tell. That's true, um, and that just it didn't develop quickly enough for whatever reason. But Jones is just so quick and explosive. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, I mean, I'm assuming Hurts didn't assume him to be in the backfield that quickly, even though Lane let him go. His get off is just so ridiculously good. Sid, thanks, buddy. Um, that that Chiefs defense just in general's got some teeth. I mean, Sneed's played great in the back end, and Carloftis uh, is like like he shows you he's got the ability to get the get to the quarterback. Jones is a freak. I mean, he's he, he's really the the guy yeah, that stirs the straw that yeah. stirs the drink. I mean, yeah. he just and he runs he rushes from an interior position and too. outside they move him. They yeah, move he double him dips. He double dips. He's a like dipper. they've got no problem bouncing him around. Uh, let's go to Max. Well, we got to take a break. Hold on, guys. We'll get back to your phone calls coming up. 312-332-3776. Take a quick break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. There you go. Nice touch, Chris. Need that garbage I just threw away. What's that? The, the piece that flew over there that I crumpled up. I got the high school championship games from the back of oh, those, right. like a jackaloon. Hold I, on. I, every day, every time I get done doing a read, I throw that. I crumple it up and throw it like I'm going to shoot baskets. On the back of them are the high school championship games from 8A all the way down to 4A. One of and them. They're happening Friday and Saturday. One of them is NAS Academy. Yes. yes. I NAS stopped Academy there and saw some of the NAS game on. Saturday afternoon on a surprised. beautiful Saturday for football. Naz right. had a big lead against St. Francis. St. Francis came back, but they Naz won 38-31. What they, a job by defensive coordinator Keith Lukes over at Naz there Academy. You go. Good Keith job. Lukes. Coach they Lukes. Play, they played Julia Catholic. They played Julia Catholic. Julia Catholic, Catholic right. against Nazareth Academy. 8A Loyola. Loyola Chicago against Lincoln Way East. Lincoln is, Way East, is, the power. Is They've John been there before. Howisek still coaching? No, he's no. Re- he's hung up the cleats. He did, okay. He has retired okay. up there. Uh, Downers Grove North, the Trojans. EGN. Go against Mount Carmel. Oh, the men of Carmel a, that's here. That's a big one. On 63rd and Hoxie, I believe, that's right there. One. Now, I know a thousand guys that with Carmel, right? I know, yeah. I know South suburbs, you know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Southside of Chicago. I'm wondering if some of my guys are heading down to Champaign. Mm. I believe it's on Saturday to watch this game. Usually Saturday. I might get a phone call. I might get a phone call from one of those guys. Let's go Champagne and let's go watch the high school football game. Maybe. Depends what the weather is. You know me. Yeah, yes. I'm a fair weather guy. It's got to be real nice to do that. Cary Grove against East St. Louis in 6A. 4A, St. Lawrence on the south side. South side. St. Lawrence against the Rochester Rockets. Uh, There were no teams that I recognized made the championship in the 3A, 2A, and 1A. Those games will be played on Friday. All right. Well, good luck to everybody. Yeah, good luck uh, to one everybody. all the way through eight. Be go Naz. Let's go yeah. uh, Roadrunners. Yeah, and go Carmel. I wish you the best. Oh, go 64th Carmel. and Dante. I was just corrected. 64th I and Dante. I said 63rd and Oxy. You're close. It's 61st or 64th and Dante. Sorry, guys. We're a couple of blocks Sorry, off. I got to cut. Uh, already, I'm, it's lighting up right now with Mount Carmel grads telling me exactly where the school is at. I got 64th and Dante. 
Okay, thank get you. that right. You're sorry, fine. guys. I'm uh, I'm loving the Christmas music. Wow. Good job, Chris. We needed a little today. It's gloomy. Oh, games are at Thanksgiving ISU. week. Games oh. are at ISU this year. Oh, not Champagne. Illinois State. Guy. Yeah, Redbirds. If I go gloomy. to Champagne, I'm not going to see much of a you game. You wouldn't see anything. Thank you, Jamal. Look at that. It's a good thing your guys There's are here some to fact check. You. I mean, how come my friends always listen? Where are your friends at? Last week when we talked <laughs> about uh, when we talked <laughs> about Coach Nobody's Luke's calling. Nobody texts you during the show. We were talking about Coach Luke's last week. And, uh, oh, Sammy Frasco just texted us. Tell yeah. Yurko the championship games are in normal, not champion. Yeah, normal. Thank you. See, I told you you had guys in their list. Last week, as we were talking about uh, Naz and Coach Keith Lukes, uh, he texted. He goes, I'm, in a, I, I'm not listening right now. He goes, I, but my phone's blowing up. So I said, well, that's good. You know somebody's listening. He goes, what are you saying? Yeah. I said, we're saying nothing but nice things. Nothing but nice things. My phone's blowing up. Yeah. You're a good man. So why aren't you listening? You're a good man. He's hauling lumber somewhere. Luke's construction. Yeah. You know. Oh, he's hauling lumber? Yeah. Getting things done? Luke's home remodeling. You know? Good for him. What's uh, what are you getting? A new bar in the basement? What do you got? I don't know what he's doing. No, no, that's I mean, what he does for on? a living. Oh, I, I thought he was doing something for you. <laughs> no, no. Uh, what do you got? A project? You got a home project? He's not doing anything. What are you putting a safe down there for all the Delares? For all the dineros, for all the the, the, gold, the to, gold bullion that as, you have. As my kids get older, I need to figure out a way to lock up the bourbon. You know, yeah. I don't want any funny business oh, going on. I, I got you right there. I'm in the process. I had to tell my boy. I said, "You need to get yourself a gun safe." I said, "You got too many firearms around here." Well, yeah, you got to be responsible. Get a gun if you're going to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen. But I, I need to figure out how to lock up the booze. Yeah. You know, the the bourbon. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Uh, trust me, those kids will know it too. When they're coming over, sixteen, seventeen, you remember what you were like, right? I, yeah, well, I did. I wasn't too much of an animal. I didn't get out of control. You know, I really. Didn't. You're the oldest. You know. Yeah. Yeah, the youngest. Who's the youngest in your uh, Anthony? Anthony was probably the guy that was the youngest yeah. to do this and the youngest to do that. Mom, I didn't do that when I was that age, but at that point, they've come to accept it. Yeah, they kind of. Yeah, you know, that's how it works. No, yeah, I didn't. I, I That's why my mom let Merck, narrow for the most My part. mom let little Merck drive. My, my, my brother, Merck? Yeah. 14. Really? Yeah, right. she gave him the keys to the car and said, well, she couldn't take him. He was she the youngest and most responsible. Said, here, take the keys. Yeah. Go home. Bring the car back. Park it in the spot. And then the dean of students knew Merck was only 14. He was oh, driving the car. Boy. Yeah, that'll... But it was his football coach. So Mr. Yeah, Munda, that works. Mr. Mundo always kind of turned a blind eye. Oh, it was Mr. Mundo. That's Mirko, right. Yeah, yeah turned a blind right. eye to Mirko driving as a 14-year-old. Yeah, that's great. By the time it came for him to take the test, Merk, oh, he was a wheel man. Merk probably looked like, like 17 when he was 14. Because he was big. Yeah, right? he was like 6'2". Yeah. yeah, at the time. It looked Big old. fellow. Yeah. When I was uh, like 19, I looked like I was 16. Yeah. You know, for crying out loud. I grew late, Yerk. I'm not surprised. Maybe not 19. Maybe like, but, uh, you know. It's that broken leg you had with his youth. His maybe, youth. maybe. It took a little time for that thing to mend. Maybe. For it to heal. When I was and 16, were, I looked like I was 14. But you Let's were using, the point was you were using all your recuperative energies mm. into mending that leg, the femur. Is that true? Right. And, and by the time that everything kind of balanced back out and said, okay, let's use our energies now to get this guy sprouting up a little bit. Could that be true? Because this guy's a withering onion right now. Let's turn this guy into a mighty onion. Could that be true? I don't know. One hell of a bulb. My, my, Mike's at Finley. What's up, Mike? Hi, guys. Uh, Mike, I got oh, a problem. Did Hi, guys. Did the Bears, happy Thanksgiving, did the Bears have a challenge flag last Sunday? Because I would have yes. challenged that spot on that ball. Which yes. one? The one at the end where he, he, a lot of people thought he made it, you know. Uh, the, and, the challenge flag when uh, the Bears went for it on the fourth down. Oh, when the Bears oh, went for it on, on, on the, the, oh, on the third, third down. down. Yeah, on the yeah, third yeah. down. 
Why didn't they challenge that? A lot of people said it looked like he missed. Jason that McKee was the game. reported it. Yeah, McKee that's, the good, was that's the a game. good point, I, Mike. That's a good point. And uh, one other thing, too, if you don't make it, that field goal, you didn't. You needed to make the, a first down and just kill the time. I and said, what I don't I, understand. I'm with you, Mike. I would have said fourth and a foot at that point. I mean, you got you're, you're, Justin Fields is your quarterback. Fourth and a foot. That's what you were looking at. I agree with you on that, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Steve's on the west side. He's got the 3A game for you, York. He wants to tell you. Go ahead, Steve. You're going. You, you're dissing the Byron Tigers in that 3A conference, then. How dare you, they, 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 they come into Lombard Montini, uh, Ooh. a powerhouse. They're playing Montini? No, they beat him no, last week, twenty six twenty. Oh, they beat Montini. Yeah, and they play uh, Mount Carmel Gold. It looks like Who, who's from that? Mount Carmel, Illinois. They're from South. From I Mount believe. Carmel guys. So is that right, yeah. Steve? Uh, Byron's playing Mount Carmel. I, I, I believe so. All right. Uh, Byron, Byron's got an offensive and defensive line that is pretty dang good. Good sized boys there, and then their stud running back is just a sophomore. There you and go. He is the, and he is the son of. Sean Considine, who played oh, for sure. the Eagles and yeah. uh, the other one. So that's, that's Byron cool. Tigers has got something going there for the next few years. All They're right, Stevie. Be- Thanks, buddy. There's the Byron right, for the 3A game. Shit. We got a, I'm trying to find Mount Carmel, Illinois right now. I will say, uh, you, you know, being on the sidelines for a high school game this last weekend, you're right. Kids are huge. Yeah, big fellas. I mean, what, 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 what has happened? What, like, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's where I finished. One of our quarterbacks was from Mount Carmel. East side, southeast. Southeast. All the way down. Like corner of Indiana and Kentucky, like uh, that far southeast? Almost, yeah. You're like you're yes, all the way little, down there? Just north of that, yeah. where Kentucky bumps up right there. Right. That's how far you are, yes. Yeah, you're yes. way down, okay. You are down. Directly east of St. Louis by about maybe 100 miles. Say, probably, yeah. Okay, got it. So that's what you're looking at. That's yeah. where that Mount Carmel is. Got it. We had a quarterback. At Eastern Illinois, that was there with Sean Payton. Really? Rafferty, the kid's name was. John Rafferty, John Rafferty. was from Mount Carmel. Hmm. That Mount Carmel, the one down there. See, they find him everywhere. They, I, I tell you, if you're a good football player in the state of Illinois, they'll find you. Absolutely. They're going to fish you out. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, these kids are huge. I don't know what they're feeding them. I don't know if it's just training regimens are so much better. I mean, I don't know. They're monsters, though. The, the, the D-line and the O-line, it's like, what is this? Uh I was five foot four uh, well, as a senior in high school. You didn't play football, though. Well, I know, but still. What was your go at that age? I, I was six one and a half. That big kid. Six one and a half, 230 pounds. a big pounds. kid. Yeah, I guess that's a big. Mirko kid. was six three and a half, 275 pounds, my little brother. I remember seeing little Merck like when he was 14. Yeah, he was, was like, what the kid. hell? Yeah. I mean, he, he was a giant. Monster. He was a gigante. Yes. A monster. Then he went down and played at IMG Academy his senior year, and he was a big fella. Started on the line there. Hello, how are you? He's too young, though. For He wasn't there when J.J. was there, right? Because Mer- Little Merck's too much no, older. Older, He's yeah. too much older. He was there yeah. with the kid that went to Florida State, DeAndre something or another. Harris, DeAndre Harris. Quarterback? quarterback at Florida State for a couple of years. Why am I blanking on it? It was there was? four or five years ago. Okay. Five years ago, he was a quarterback at yeah. Florida State. Yeah. Let's go to uh, James and Joliet on ESPN 1000. Hey, James. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, happy Tuesday. Yeah, happy so long-time listener, first-time caller. Thanks for calling. I had a hot take about that Eberflus. Yeah, let's hear it. Signing. Uh, oh. I got to say, Poles is actually a genius, you know. They they signed him, and they knew they were going through a rebuild. Everyone knows that. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing that Eberflus is a horrible coach, blah, blah, blah. He's a smart man. You know, they signed him basically 
he's he's a scapegoat. It's not like he's going to have a job. He's not going to not have a job after the Bears. You know, he got us high draft picks. He kept us in games. Oh, very we were able calculated. to evaluate the talent. Hmm. He's, and, uh, he's Ricky Renneria. That's, That's interesting. He is. He was brought on because uh, they knew it'd be easy to let him go in a couple years and they'd lose games. All right, James. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case or not. I can buy it. They're 6-22 and 22 under Matt Eberflus. If somebody's selling, I can buy it. But listen, he's Ricky Renneria. That's what you're telling me? Okay. They're 6-22. and 22. Mm-hmm. They haven't won back-to-back games. They haven't won a division game. They've got at least three epic collapses, two against Detroit, one against Denver. Yes. The only, I still go back to what Connor told us a couple weeks ago. I was like, oh, that's such a good point. The only Think about the quarterbacks they have beaten. Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones. Brian freaking Hoyer. Sam Howell. Uh, who else was on that list, Yerk? Uh, Not a who's who. Bryce Young, a rookie who's struggling. Yeah. Yeah, Davis who. Mills, mm-hmm. baller. That's who they've beat. Yeah, they haven't beat anybody. Any time they're six and twenty-two. Maybe it was they a stroke of genius, chance, James. Though. They had a chance for a geez, just a vintage. Victory. I can't get over how much Yurko called it, and then they just poof, it was gone. He did it despite me, Eberflush. Ah. right down the toilet. He did it despite me. He takes victory and flushes them down the toilet for us. He just says, "You know, we don't need this." Nah. And now at three and eight, you know, you do start wondering about like the whole tankathon thing, right? So as well, it is you've, now, you've already got the number one pick. True. As of now, Bears have the pick. Then because Carolina's uh, one and nine, then Arizona, then New England, then the Bears, then the Giants. There's your top five. Bears are picking first and fourth right now. Love it. But I, I hate to say this because it's like it's not even Thanksgiving yet. Well, this is it's Thanksgiving this week. Uh, like, do you want many more wins at this point? At three and eight, like, remember when Sylvian Waddle went on Dan Patrick, like in week three, and Patrick asked him about it. They're like, "No, it's week three. I mean, but now going into week twelve, how many more wins do you want? Really? I tell you, I'm who being I, serious. I, like, I, t- I tell you who I want them to lose to: Arizona. Uh, no, I want you want Arizona. them to beat Arizona, don't you, sir? No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Of course, no, no. you want to. Yeah. I want Arizona to have you another You want Arizona win. to win that game. I 100%. want Arizona to have another win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Okay. 100%. Yeah. That's like the most important one yeah. probably, isn't that, it? That's the one I That's the most important one. It's the one I've circled. 100%. Yeah. And I don't even have to ask anything like, of the Bears. Like, geez, I hate saying that, man, but you like hey, you got to full-on really I hope that the Bears lose to Arizona. Don't have to ask anything of the Bears with Eberflush involved. Jeez. Because he flushes victories down the toilet. I so hate I, saying it. I, but I'm not even going to ask for something special that week. I'm just going to let it play out the way it's played. I hate saying it. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, I, you don't want too many more at this point, do you? Three and eight? Let us know. 312-332-3776. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Follow the show on Twitter. At Carmen DeFalco and at Yurko64. This is ESPN Chicago. Chicago's home for sports. We got a lot of people listening, Yurka. Look who texted now, our friend Mike Murphy. Who we still, at some point, Murph wants to explain the whole dimension thing at Wrigley that he says he knows. I don't know. But he says the dimensions, he's got different dimensions than what the the actual wall says. We got to talk to Murph about that at some point. Uh, he said, uh, Yurk's 100% right, though. Uh, December 24th, loser wins the second overall pick. 
as a Christmas present. Right. Yeah, that's that Arizona yeah, game. Feliz Navidad. And then uh, Big One Metella wants me to point out that uh, LT freshman basketball beat Mount Carmel yesterday. His son, Owen, is on uh, the freshman team at LT. Right. Uh, he Township. went for seven and six. So that's good. Hey, when you're a freshman, seven and six is yeah, good. Th- 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 that's exceptional Let's if you play on, that. on, on the varsity squad, right? He's playing on the varsity squad? Well, he oh, says LT freshman. Is that LT freshman LT beat freshman Carmel, playing? Yeah. Oh, the freshman beat the freshman. All right. Yeah, correct. correct. I got gotcha. you. Correct, Amundo. Yes. Oh, man. So, see, people are listening. They want to. I got like a million texts now. Well, good. Uh, I, I challenged people and, I got guys, and they responded. I got guys that are starting to find drops of the, um, you know, the BTAC collection is out and all the price gouging that's happening. These, own, these store owners should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, What's out? T- the BTAC collection, the Buffalo Trace Antique Collection. Oh, the Antique Collection, uh, yeah. Uh, so Stanner, Weller, uh, Thomas Hardy. Thomas Handy. Yeah, either yeah. way. Thomas Hardy or Thomas yeah. Handy. I mean, I'm right on it. Stag, $1,400 a bottle. Yeah. You should be arrested. The store owner, and I That's won't right. say the name of the store. No, stay, say it. No. Let's get him arrested. He should be arrested. $1,400. should be ashamed of that. The MSRP on that bottle is like $159. Yeah. Man, probably not even that much. Ten times. The MSRP from Sazerac on that bottle is probably maybe like $129. Yeah. $1,400. You should go to jail. You should be ashamed of yourselves. All of you. Ruining whiskey. Ruining bourbon for all of us. Bastards. It's all right. I, I sip on my Elijah Craig or my I love Craig Elijah Craig. or Woodford Reserve. I, I either Woodford one of the two. Reserve. I love few. I pour myself a little... Uh, What's that a called? Dram. Dram. A I pour dram. myself a dram. Pour yourself a Smoke dram. one of those cigars we got. You tried those yet? The Cohiba Bahikis? Yeah, the Bahikis. Yeah, Have you nice. tried one of those? No, not yet. You opened up that box yet? Yeah, I had a couple of them. It's the Cuban, I was putting up lights on Sunday. Cuban Torpedo Collection. Before the Bears game, before football yeah. started Sunday, it was so nice. I yeah. was putting the lights up, and I, I you know, There's a Monte Cristo number two I in had there. that. That's what I had. Hoy de Monterey. It was, it was awesome. Romeo and Julieta. The, Mon- the Monte Cristo oh, yeah. number two was awesome. Oh, yeah. But yeah, so it's it's fall release season for bourbon, and it's a you know it's become a joke. The it, normal person, you can't can't afford it. You can't afford it. Can't afford it. Fourteen hundred dollars for staff. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Jeez, it may, really, what's really, going on out here? You know, it really grinds my gears, Yurko. My gears are being <laughs> grinded right now. My gears. Yeah. And everybody in the bourbon community, uh, I know, agrees with me. Our club, the Adventures Club Bourbon Society, are. Um, our advent calendars are ready, so I'm going to go pick that up. I'm looking forward That's to that. That's always fun. That's 25 days of drunkenness for Carmen. There's, so our club has expanded to do one of three calendars. You can do just like the basic, very basic one. Then you could do a store pick calendar. Store pick. Where everybody has to provide a store pick from somewhere. Right, right. And then this year they included a... Sort of like a high end where the bottle so had to be two hundred and fifty dollars or more. Oh, I didn't so do a, that one. It's I did a three baller. I did the store pick one. Yeah, which is always great. And I uh, found a beautiful bottle of something. I won't say what, just because we like to play a little silly dorky bourbon aficionado bourbon game. game. Sure, I won't say, but it's uh, not from Kentucky. It's not from Illinois. It's not from Indiana. It's not from Kentucky. Uh, but it's bourbon. Vegas. It's not from Vegas. Vegas, baby. Smoke wagon action. Little uh, Frey Ranch action. Uh-huh, see. Um, so, yeah, I got something from Benny's for the cast. So I'm going to pick up the advent calendar. I'm looking forward to that. And then don't forget, two things to tell you about. Next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, the Few event, Few Whiskey event. All the shows are going to be at Benny's, Lincoln Park. Our barrels, our bottles will be ready. You our can taste the different barrels we yeah. picked. There'll be, a, there'll be a, a named winner. Yep. And Somebody then, will have the best tasting whiskey there. And then two weeks 
from tomorrow, Two December sixth. It's me and Waddle for like a special whiskey. You, I think we're going to call it the Booze Brothers. The Booze Brothers. We're going to taste uh, two bourbons and a scotch. That's why Waddle's coming. Tommy Waddle's coming to a whiskey. You at the Elm in Lagrange. Great place downtown Lagrange. Great food. Plenty of space for us. It's going to be a fun event. Beautiful. Great for the holidays. You can hang with Waddle. Meet number eighty-seven himself. And we're going to drink uh, two bourbons, some Wyoming whiskey, some Noble Oak, and then we're also going to drink some Highland Park Scotch. Tremendous. Uh, All part of the Edrington family. Very much looking forward to that, so you can hang with Waddle and me. December 6th at the Elm and LaGrange. Let's go to... Where do you want to go, Yerk? Armenia. Uh, Max in the south suburbs has been waiting patiently. Armenia. What's up, Max? (laughs) Good afternoon, esteemed gentlemen. Afternoon. Wow. You, you make me want to pour something right now. I know, right? What do you guys think about Basil Hayden? I don't. I, listen, I'm oh, too, I, a little I, bit on the rough. Well, to me, it's I don't like. A, it's a little low proof for me. That's probably why I don't okay. like it. It's a little too cut okay. down for me. But hey, what is it? Okay, eighty proof. Basil Hayden, yeah, 80 40, forty percent alcohol. Uh, so, yeah. but it's a good. Uh, listen, if if that's what you like, or if you're looking for stuff that's just sort of getting you into whiskey, certainly uh, the juice that Where's comes. Your prime area. I like full proof for like anything over a hundred. Anything over a hundred. Okay. Mostly, I like over a hundred. Yeah. All right, Max, go ahead. What's no, up? Yeah, I just okay. Let me digress because man, when you all came up with that deer hunter, uh, yes. we all talked about Mom. the deer hunter. Yeah. Let's take a, let's take away the guns and maybe we can use the slap. Because <laughs> if that scene, you know, with those slaps, and we could slap the head coach, the ownership, and maybe that'll that's, slap them into something. That's better, Max. We, yeah, that's those slaps were brutal and they were real. You can see it. Yeah, so yeah. let me give you another another name for Eber Flus, maybe about Eber Fluzy. We can choose that one. No, no, it's tough. But also let me get into the main reason I called in is what happened to our tight ends? What happens what happened to our tight ends in that game? Wow. See, I'm gonna go back uh, a previous call, I think his name was Mike. He brought up that third down one yard. That was the top of the fourth quarter, okay? And that was a long yard. It shouldn't have been a quarterback sneak. You have so many options. I felt the game was lost right then. I really did because it was conservative. They were just thinking, oh, well, we didn't kick a field goal. Instead of coming up with plays, you got connect. You got. It's like the tight ends were just forgotten about hmm. yeah. the whole game. So there are so many things that we can critique. But it starts with the ownership and not football people. Like you all said, they they make bad decisions on who they hire. And it's like, I believe the Bears are cursed ever since they desecrated Soldier Field with the spaceship. <laughs> so, I mean, if you think about it, we, we'll never – I think, I think um, Justin Fields is a victim of his own athleticism. He had a really good passer rating in Ohio State. I think because of his athleticism and that first year they put him in unprepared, that that athleticism showed, and then now they just want to ride that. What's going to happen is you end up getting hurt again. He's going to get popped one time. Yeah, you can't. 18 carries is uh, – Max, thanks for the call, buddy. 18 carries is insane. I mean, it's may, okay, that's not always going to be the case, obviously, but it's just that is way too big of a number. Anything even close to that is insane. Uh, you can't have your quarterback running that much. Yeah, it's just, I there's mean, no way to sustain 18 it. and 17, you're looking at like 300 carries. Close to, yeah. You, you can't do it. Running I mean, backs don't want to be at 300 carries. You don't much want your running your back over yeah. 250 carries, let alone yeah. a running back. Or your quarterback, excuse me, it's crazy. Uh, Scott's in Aurora. What's going on, Scott? Good afternoon, man. How are you? Great. How are you? 
Hey, uh, early happy Thanksgiving to the both of you and your you, families. And you enjoy. Too. You too. Thank um, you, Scotty. Thank you. So one alternate kind of weird play from last night's game was the Jalen Carter dive between the, the, legs. the center and guard that almost snagged that spike by Mahomes. Yeah. So now who would that have been on, Yurko? Is that an offensive lineman that, hey, I should have snagged him? Or is that Mahomes not dropping back far enough before he spikes the ball? And how do you defend against that moving forward? I, I it was think, hilarious. I think Scotty, it's thanks. just a headsy play. I don't think you see it a lot. Um, I think it was a hedgy play by Jalen Carter, uh, but you you don't get away with that five times. You no get way. to show that one time. Now that it's there, it'll be the offensive lineman who has got to go ahead and clamp down on him. And the minute he goes, and then it's incumbent upon the other lineman to pile on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's not do that again, young man. Okay? It's cute. Um, it was funny, close to being something, and now it's the, uh, incumbent upon the offensive lineman to, you know, yeah, it was something. It was yeah. some play. To pile on and, and get him in the legs, get him a Charlie yeah. horse. Yeah. Make sure he knows that this is not something that's uh, tolerated was, out here. It was crazy. But it would be the offensive lineman that's got to stop. We'll grab more phone calls coming up, and then we're going to cross-talk with Waddle and Sylvia, too. Uh, the boys will get you home until 6. Bears weekly tonight here on your home for Bears football. That'll be 6 to 7, and then Black is on from 7 until 8. It's Kerman and York. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Let's zip through a few more phone calls. I had a crosstalk at uh, 2. Uh, let's say hi to Tom in Toledo. I like the alliteration. I like that alliteration. What's up, Tommy? Hi, guys. Thanks for taking my call again. I need to recall. We talked a couple weeks ago about the differences between, well, not the differences, but the pros and cons of Jesse as opposed to Justin Fields. Um, I don't know. Justin Fields kind of proves himself to me that he can play. I mean, the kid can really play, but I'm not so sure about Jesse's play calling. You know, I think, uh, come on, he worked in Green Bay as a quarterback's coach for Aaron Rodgers. We talked about this before. Isn't he the guy who should go? Isn't he the guy who should take some of these responsibility I don't know I just that's my opinion I think Getty's the one that's got to go not Eberflus all right thanks Tommy I think uh I think there might be a clean sweep up there especially if they're going to draft the quarterback maybe that's part of their decision making now if the coaching staff's going to go it's going to happen early in the offseason it's going to happen within a couple yeah, of days you'll know but if By they know January they've 15th, got one of those top know. picks yeah. and they know in their minds we're going to be drafting a quarterback, you could have that decision made very easily. They could have it made very easily by the end of the season if they know they're drafting a quarterback. I don't know what Justin can do here. Um, look, and he was, he was good on Sunday. Yes. I, nothing uh, of what happened is on Justin. You know, but they just they might not be convinced. Can they be with just six games left, especially if they're not going to win a lot of those? Who the hell knows? Let's say hi to uh, Matt wants to shout out the 1A games, Yurko. All right? These are the 1A games this weekend. Matt's on the west side. Go ahead, Matt. Hey, guys. How are we doing? Good, buddy. 
Hey, uh, yeah, you guys have never heard of the 1A schools, but Lena Winslow is uh, going up against Camp Point Central for the second year in a row, and Lena Winslow is going for their fourth straight championship. They haven't lost in over 30 games. That's big time. Wow, that's awesome. They, they've they've sent a, they've had a couple guys go Division One. One kid's playing at Iowa. I mean, oh, wow. All these, right. the, don't look past these small schools. They're pretty awesome. There you go, Matt. Way to shout them out. 30-game winning streak. I don't care what level you're at. That's impressive. I'm finding Lena as we speak. Northwest, on your way to, uh, if you're going to see the Bears camp back when they're out there like in... Like at, uh, Kano- at the Nekonosha, what do you call it? The uh, other one, White, up there. Uh, not Whitewater, what's uh, the place? Platteville. Platteville, exactly. What's the matter with that? Like if you're going to Platteville, it would have been out on that stretch of highway over there. Yeah. Moe's in Frankfurt? We saw Mo a couple weeks ago. Where were we? We were at Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey, Mo. We were on the one, where were we, Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings in Tinley? I believe I think, so. Yeah, we saw yeah. Mo came by. What up, Mo? Hey, yes. Yes, it was awesome to see you guys in Tinley Park, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. When you guys come to my neighborhood, I, I will show up. Thanks, man. Um, I showed I showed you guys my ring, mm-hmm. my state championship ring. Yeah, it was like, a like Uncle Rico over yeah. here. You know? Well, actually, Uncle Rico didn't win. Mo did, so. Well, you know, I'll tell you something. I want to just give it up for them kids at Lincoln Way. And hopefully they do a good job. And that's it. I just want to give a shout-out for Lincoln Way. And that's the 8 game, right? Yeah, that's yeah. Lincoln, Lincoln Way East. Yes. Lincoln Way against, who did you say, Yerk? It's Lincoln the, the Way. The big one, Loyola. Loyola. This is Loyola. There yeah, you go. Got it. Big one. Yeah. All right, Mo. Thanks, buddy. Have a great Thanksgiving, Mo. We love you, buddy. Yeah, Mo was showing us the state championship. Yeah, a little high school shout-out. Back in 82. Yeah, they used to do an all-area for the high school team. They used to do an all-area dinner. They don't do it When anymore. all the playoffs were done, Taylor Bell put an all-area team mm-hmm. together. We're up at the old Como Inn. Remember the Como Good Inn? Times. Great yeah. place. Sometimes player of the year used to be something special. The Como Inn is like condos and now. Eric Kumro won it. Yeah. My, um, Mike Tomzak, I think, won it. Tony Ferjanic won it. My year, I believe, was Chucky McCree. He won it out of Romeoville. I mean, it used to be a to-do. Mm. Now it's like it's a small little blurb in the paper. You, yeah. you used to put the pictures of all the kids in it. You used to have nice big stories. Not so anymore. What, what it's happened? a pamphlet. What Sometimes happened? it's a pamphlet now. I know, yeah. Look like Thomas Paine's Common Sense. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you... 76. <laughs> I love it when you go with that reference. I'm telling you know that. I've got a 1994 Sometimes in my, in my uh, desk downstairs. Yeah. I'll bring it in compared oh, to the yeah, newspaper of today. Thick, of course. It's unbelievable. You don't have to go back to 94. You can go back to 04. No, the... 94 is what I have. Though. No, no, I'm just saying. Like, uh, you can yeah, go back get to you. 2004 and 2010 probably in the paper. Started. First thing we did, me and Dirty Dog in class at Thorn Fractional North, we were both in there. First thing, cup of coffee, and we had a sometimes in front of us going over all the stories. Class. And it was what English. Was it was English class. You were drinking coffee in high school? Who wasn't? I thought well, the same thing, Karma. I was like, what? I, I was coffee. Coffee? Well, no, drinking coffee, reading the paper? Could have been a big gulp. A big, oh, big, big gulps gulp, we right. had. Yeah. The problem is they coffee? didn't let you have big gulps in class because people were putting whiskey in their big gulps. Well, you could put it in the coffee. Yeah, nah. That what do you mean? That's good. Tom's in Tinley Park. What's up, Tommy? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, buddy. Good, Tom. What's up? <laughs> hey, Yurk, I got a, I got a little uh, point for you. What? From a player's spec- perspective, a coach who doesn't coach to win, like he's tanking it. On a player's perspective, doesn't that breed losing? Tanking yeah. breeds losing. I don't think he's and, tanking. And you don't, I, I don't, you think don't he's coach good. to win. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't uh, think they're don't tanking. Coach, I, I don't think they're he, tanking. I think, I think the problem is that um, yeah. he's not a good football right. coach. Right, yeah, he's just too scared. I want to know what the player feels. The player, the player doesn't. 
isn't going to want to play for that. He's not showing me. He's not using all the tools in the toolbox to make me look good. That could you be. Know? Yeah, well, but that, I wouldn't you know, with you. Tommy, that could be like yeah. that. They they'd appreciate it more if they were more aggressive. If, uh, you know, nobody but, likes to lose. But a coach isn't trying to tank. Yeah. Right. I don't think he's trying to tank this. Year. I think the organization yes. was trying to tank last year. Yes. And now, unfortunately, the players got to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The players had to go with what was happening last year because they were trading everybody away. Uh, Josh, is this Batavia or Latte? I think this is a typo. Justin, is Latvia. that Batavia? He's no, not Latvia, is he? No, it's Batavia. It, Josh it, is in Batavia. What's up, Josh? It's Batavia. I'm not calling you from Latvia. I thought but, maybe for a uh, second, maybe you're calling from Latvia. Well, that would have been more interesting. It would be. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think this is a great opportunity to self-scout Justin Fields versus who you may pick. So 100% on your topic of the cart, we got to lose that game. And I think you never try and lose, but if you can, if the game plan for the rest of the year is what doesn't Justin do well, and you scout that, you game plan Justin, you miss this. I watched all 22. Getty's actually got two guys open on the same play. We're not hitting it. Justin had a great game, but if you use the rest of the season to self scout Justin Fields versus guys that you're going to be scouting, Drake May, Caleb Williams, JJ McCarthy, actually don't want any of them you put yourself in a position to figure out if you can be in a better spot with these high draft picks that we're going to have of, all right, Fields is the guy, and now we got Marvin Harrison Jr. and the the tackle. The tackle tackle from Penn State, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. So if you can hang with Justin because you self-scouted and you game-planned against that and you might lose while he has productive struggle – now we're in business. I, then I would let Justin go out over these last six, Josh, to your point a little bit, I think, if, if this is what you were saying. Like, I'd let Justin try to air it out constantly to, again, see. Is he getting it? Yeah. We know Justin can run 18 times for 100 yards. We've seen so how that. How good is that going to yeah, do the Bears we, at We've this seen point? that, yeah. Like, let him go out and throw it. That's why they should have thrown it on that third down instead of handing it off to Roshan. Throw it to the end zone. If you're going to kick, why are you running it on third down? You run it on third down if you're going to go. And, like, let Justin go out there and air it out. What if he does convince you? that Then, all of a sudden, with two top five picks, you're taking the tackle from Ohio State and Marvin Harrison Jr., and maybe good things are happening. All right, we will take a quick break. In two minutes, we'll be back for Crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie. I've got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final you word. You had to have the last word. On Carmen and Yuriko. I saw this just like on Instagram. It was one of the things that scrolls, that pops up, you know? Right. That, that keeps us addicted. Right. For me, it's usually sports stuff. Or women in, women in bikinis. I don't know. One of the two. 